Man, uh, thank you again for coming out, bro. I really appreciate yeah. it. Like, uh, DJ Sick for everyone who is tuning in. So Michael Ross, who's decided to come on and be a guest again. Right now, we're actually watching Invitational 5, and Mason Fowler is going against uh, the giraffe. Um, Heisen Rita. Yeah, Heisen Rita. I need to know how to pronounce his name. He's a really cool dude, though. I like him. Yeah. Especially, you know, you don't see a lot of brothers out here doing their thing, so I always got love for the brothers. But, you know, I love Heisen, but he relies so much on being athletic. You think so? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not like he doesn't have any, like, uh, skill. He does. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's being shown you can, um, it, he's lacking in something. Got and, you. like, he, if, if he can get away with his athleticism, mm-hmm. um, but only against certain guys. Yeah. You know, so he, it's only going to take him so far. That's why this match with uh, Mason is very interesting because Mason is technical. Yeah. And he's, I think he's very underrated on the grappler scene. Yeah. I love Mason. I love Mason. I really wanted to see him go against Gordon Ryan. Although, nah, I've said it before, yeah. the only thing that matters to me is number one hero versus the number two hero. Nikki Rod versus Gordon Ryan. Anything else doesn't matter. You don't want to see um, him and Craig? I would love to see him and Craig. Gordon and Craig? Yes. I don't think Craig juices, or if Craig juices, he doesn't juice and body builds. So I just think by strength-wise... No, I, I, don't, I don't think that he needs to. Um, I I think I think on the right day Craig catches him. You know. Okay. I really do. You think? Oh. Okay. Because they both want to play jujitsu. They don't yeah. want to stall. They don't want to. You know. They want to play jujitsu. And I would love to see their jujitsu go head to head. You know. Because a, a a lot of people you'll see go against um, Gordon. They'll they'll play this game right here where they'll just be standing up all the time. Both yeah. of them gonna go to the ground. Yeah. And they're going to want to play. Okay. And that's honestly what kind of makes me go whatever to ADCC. Like, I really like ADCC. Don't get me wrong. But I find that it favors standing more than jujitsu. And that's kind of my only gripe about it. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean. Oh, hey, can you uh, get the mic? Yeah, yeah. Or you can scoot it over there, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Like it is a a grappling tournament, but they they are they don't mess around with uh, stalling. They, yeah, they, they'll get facts. on you about that, and, and and that's why I'm like I, I can give it um, a little bit of leeway. But okay. I see what you're saying though. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh snap! He's got him in side control. Okay. So I don't think he gets any points around this time. Is he is he going for a buggy? No, that ain't no, no, gonna no, work no, on no. him. Mason's probably attacking. I can't. I wish they switched the camera angle. Yeah, man, it's it's interesting to see what's gonna happen in the grappling world um, coming in twenty twenty four with these fight pass invitationals. Because it seems like US uh, UFC. I was gonna say USC, <laughs> <laughs> like they're the Trojans. Um, they're investing in them. They're investing in jujitsu a whole lot, and so USC? it's open. Yeah, so it's opening the doors for um, um, for a lot of jujitsu guys, which is you really know? cool. Yeah, I, I know. I didn't think I would see it in my lifetime. Um, 
It's not. I barely even thought like actual fighting. I think I've said this before. I thought UFC was WWF. I thought it was fake fighting at first. Yeah, <laughs> I really did. You know, you know, back in the day, uh, they had like a UFC one, and I remember it was like uh, banned for TV type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I thought they were like, um, uh, like like these death matches, like. Um, um, they just went in the ring and like one person came out alive. And yeah. but I, I seen this when I was like twelve, so I was like really impressionable. So I thought it was like uh, like a death match or whatever. Um, but I later on I found out that it was like style against style. Okay, you know. No, I could see why you had that impression. Mm-hmm. It was the early days was pretty cool because there was a lot of blood. There was no rules and. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go. I'm listening. I was just saying there was no rules and it just like I just remember. I think they were headbutts. I think people were like gouging eyes yes. and stuff. Yes. It was pretty wild. And, you know, like somebody was like uh, hitting somebody in the crotch. Yeah. I was like, it was um, it was something to it, that I saw that and it made me afraid to fight. Like I didn't want to start, I didn't want to do karate or anything like that because yeah. it, it scared me. Because I thought this was what everything was, you know, like um, just like uh, um. Like fighting, like, like a fight to the death. Yeah, okay. that's what I thought it was. I'm like, I don't want to do this. Oh, oh shoot, did he get him? Up. I think he just got him in. Uh, uh, oh snap! Well, I think he broke his arm. I hope not. I hope dude, he not. broke his arm. No, please. He broke no. his arm, dude. And they're gonna show it. Oh, he popped his shoulder out. Well, he's uh, using it. He's using it. Let me turn this up a little bit. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. All right, what do you win by? Ladies and gentlemen, referee John Romero calls a stop. We'll rewind it. Ah, that's your move, baby. That's yes. your move. Okay, we'll, you we'll, we'll to see it. the replay. You we'll see the replay. It. Man, I had to, bro. I was uh, two seconds away from tapping to that ball. Wow. Oh, man. Wow. And see, and, and there, there you have it. Like he's he's not as like he had a nice run, yeah. Um, because no one knew how to stop him. He was like all chaos. Um, but if you can control him, like Mason did, he got him inside control and just con- controlled him from there. Yeah, here, here's a replay right here. Oh, that's it. That's the oh, one. Oh yeah. That's... See, th- this one, that one's really dangerous. That one's really dangerous how because come? like. Um, once you get it up, um, uh, like you take the arm away from the body because you're trying to protect it and you're holding it to the body. Once it's up and you turn over, mm-hmm. um, if you don't tap immediately, like once it, the arm is up, once you turn, it'll pop out of place. Copy. Yeah. Okay. Man. This is something that, that I like to do, but if, if I do it in class or if I do it in a tournament... Like when I'm turning, I turn slow because it's it, it's ball game. Yeah. You just get, it's up to the person like how long you're gonna want this to go on for. Copy. You know. Yeah. But he ripped it. I mean, what you supposed to do at that level? I'm glad he cut his hair, uh, Gordon. Gordon. Yeah, he he was looking a mess. You don't like Santa Claus, Gordon? No, no. <laughs> I don't like Gordon. Period. I respect him, um, but I'm I'm not a fan. Why? Uh, why not? If you don't want me asking. Uh, I, you know, there's certain people that you gravitate toward and other people you don't. I wasn't a Conor McGregor fan. 
I, okay, I see you know? exactly. I mean, what but you're you need those, man. You you need characters that you don't like, you know, and that's what makes things interesting. Honestly, without him, he made the sport. He made the sport what it is, and we absolutely. can't take that. We can't take that away from him. No, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you, you know, like the reason why they're on um, UFC Fight Pass right now is a lot because of Gordon. Mm-hmm. You know, like no one else really put the the sport on the map like he did. Oh, so this is the main event. Yeah, that was the oh, main event. Oh, oh, no, no, the main no, event. Oh, so we're the co-main event. event. Yeah, Nikki Rod. Yeah. See, that's what I was saying. I really only want to see Nikki Rod and Gordon Ryan. Yeah. Yuri, Yuri, I, I don't know, man. Yuri, Yuri's the man. I don't know anything about Yuri, so we're going to have to. Really? This is going to be fun, yeah. Oh, dude, he's the man. Well, uh, where's he train out of? I'm not sure. Okay. But I know he 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 trains with some good guys. Um, I'm a, I want to ask you a question on that. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, before I do, I want to say, when you talk about the father stuff, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Um, I didn't grow up with my father, and I w- it was always this thing like I wish I had a father to teach me how to fight. You know what I mean? Because I didn't didn't grow up. And and dude, I was bullied. I was scared. You know what I mean? And that like shaped a lot of my upbringing, you know? And and I always looked, I was always searching for like a father figure, not even knowing that. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember my master now, my my master, Jean-Jacques Machado, um, I remember like I won my second or third tournament, right? And like I was keeping it low key, I didn't, I, I didn't care. And he had found out about it, and I came to class, and he said, "Come here, champ." And he like touched my face, and for for one second, I I, I got this feeling like I looked at him, like the way he looked at me was like a proud dad. And I looked at him like, I, "I'll never let you down. Like I'll win everything for you, <laughs> you know." And I'm like, "Is this the feeling that you get when you have a father? And he's proud of you." Yeah, you know, and I'm like, I never had that feeling, and like to get that feeling at 39 was weird, <laughs> you know. And I was like, but I'll do anything for this man now, yeah. you know. Um, but I, I, I wish, I wish I had that early on. Like I, I feel like I'm, I missed out on something. Um, but um, to 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 ask the question, because I I had asked, I asked myself this question like a hundred times. And my it took my girl to break it down to me to to figure it out to yeah. figure out what the answer was. But I want to see what yours is. Okay. Um, why do you compete? Honestly, for my students in the future, and mm. for my teammates, um, if I'm going to give out advice on the mat, if I'm going to teach anyone, I feel that you should lead by example. Mm-hmm. And whether it's said or not, I think in every gym, coaches want their students to compete. Yes. And if I'm at a gym, I think it's important for me as someone who has knowledge and has resources and wants to teach and really does love jujitsu and want to give back to the community, that at least I compete a little bit so I know where these people will be, so I know what they're going through. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, <clears throat> we're all afraid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Even the guy mm-hmm. that says, I'm not afraid. We're all afraid. Yes. And yeah. I can't, I can respect you if you if you can say, hey, yeah, you know what? I'm afraid. I don't really want to do this. What I can't respect is someone who can't consciously go, I'm afraid. Yeah. 
and just tries to say, no, I'm not afraid. And, oh, no, this jujitsu is just fun for me. And it would change the meaning of it. No, you're scared. You're yeah. a scared little bitch at the end of the day, mm-hmm. which is why you don't compete. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's okay. It's okay to be afraid. And I think if I'm vocal about how scared I am and I'm still going out there and I still compete, yes. maybe somebody who's just as afraid as I am will do that same thing in the future. Yes. So yes. I do it for those people. I don't even do it for myself anymore. Yes. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I do it for myself because there's goals and things. I want to... Let me get that water in. Um, Cause you man. couldn't in water with you. <laughs> you like dehydrated. We're not even watching this match. Um, but there's a. It's kind of actually exactly what I thought it was going to be so far. Uh, there's goals and things that I want to achieve for myself. Um, I keep saying it. I want one of those gold medals. Uh, those medals are big. They're nice. They're fancy. They're shiny. Um, there's no other reason. The than other that. dude that was on here, I forget his name. I DJ? believe you. Uh, no, not DJ. The, the the guest. Yeah, you had a guest on here, Trevor. Trevor, he, yeah. he competes. Yes, he was at. You guys, uh, he uh, said it the best. He's like, uh, Jujitsu Worldly have the best medals. They do. Those mm-hmm. medals are dope. Yes. I love them. And you medals. compete a lot, so you have a bunch of medals. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, don't act shy. We no, know no. what's up Dude, here. Like at the end of the year, I'm gonna take a picture with all of them. Dope. And I'm like, and I like it's all the medals I got in in the last five months. It's ridiculous. Okay. But I, um, I think I was exercising some demons or something because I was like competing nonstop. Nah, I respect it. Give me one second. I'm gonna check this camera. And make sure it's still rolling. Okay. Uh, you can watch and still, we're good. Go ahead, keep talking. Yeah. So it looks like. Uh, Nicky Rod doing his thing right now because he's got Yuri right, right where he wants him. Or at least I think. <laughs> There's that body lock right there. Or the Roddy lock. Oh, so he passes guard. Uh-oh. That's his thing, man. That's his thing. Now he's got the back. And when Nicky gets your back, it's kind of a bad place. It's kind of a bad place, period, if he, if he gets the body lock in. Or the Roddy Lock, or whatever he calls it. Um, Word on the street is that was the same thing. Down at her tie, he just took. You don't know. That's what I heard. But but here, here's the thing. Um, What's the saying? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't teach it to drink. Yeah, yeah. 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 I I mean, look. If he taught him something, he made it his own and perfected Mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? That's that's his. Yeah. I mean, no. You're right. You're right. Because okay. I've been taught many things, but I haven't seen. Ooh, Let me go back. That did not. I was not. I was not trying to discredit what he has done. Mm-hmm. What Nick Nicky Rod has done is fantastic, especially with that body lock. Yeah. It's become a danger. Um. Sorry, I'm watching this. He's doing his thing. It's become a dangerous thing for people to have to worry about having to address in competition. Yes. Because there's so many entries for him. You don't want him on top and you don't want him on your back. <laughs> oh, dude, this may be it. This may be the beginning of the end right here. And that's why you see him over here. He's just trying to attack that Kimura, but... No, he's got that gift. You know, no, no, I'm saying a uh, guy on bottom. Well, who was that? Uh, Yuri. Yuri. Yuri, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yuri on the bottom was trying to attack the Kimura to, you know, fend off the pressure.
Yeah. That was a good escape, though, what he did. But, but hold on. So, um, let, let me let me tell you my reason. Mm-hmm. I asked myself, and it's very close to, to yours. Like, uh, I mean, so we talked about this last time. Since you're teaching, like, your whole approach and everything and why you do everything is a little bit different from mine. Mm-hmm. And because mine is, like, strictly from a competitive competitive standpoint. Yeah. Um, I kept asking myself this question because I would go to, to tournaments. I would be nervous. Dude, I, I told you I cried before. Like, bef- like, like I didn't want to go out and I didn't want to compete. And I went in my, I stayed in my car two minutes before I was supposed to go on the mat. Oh, and wow. I, and, I just, and I was in my car crying. I was talking myself like, oh, we don't need to do this. Like, it's fine. Mind you, I, I was doing two. I was doing gi and no gi. I had one gold in gi. So you would think that the confidence would have been there, right? It was not. I went to my car and I was trying to talk myself like, look, we already done it. Like, like we got a gold medal. Let's just go home. We don't need to do this. Yeah. And it's, it was still hitting me. And so I, I still went out and I competed. And I did well by, by you. Uh, um, I competed against purple belts and yeah. I submitted two of them. Can you uh, swing the mic in front of you? Just, right here? Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 did, I did well. You know, I submitted two purple belts in competition. Okay. Um, but I lost to the same guy twice, which pissed me off. Oh, but yeah. He, yeah. he was better. How's it feel? How's it feel? Huh? No, I'm good. Hold on, we gonna get into some, we're gonna, we'll get into losses, dude. I I took a bad one. No, I'm joking because no, 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 I no. lost to you twice. That's no, no, what I'm, no, I'm no, joking, no. bro. I'm, but I'm, I'm I'm telling you. Um, but like I thought I was doing it because, um, I'm like I'm just trying to conquer my fear. Like I don't want fear to control me, and yeah. that's why I thought I was doing it. And and then after breaking it down over and over and over again, my girl's like, she's like, no, she's like, you're a warrior. Like it's in you, because mm-hmm. I because I, I kept competing for some reason. I'm like, why am I doing some? This is stressing me out. And my girl was like, she's like, you're a warrior. Like mm-hmm. like you can't hide from from what's already inside you. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to battle. I need to compete. I need to, to measure myself against something. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, yeah, that's why I do it. And and I don't care how like worn out or tired I am, man. I don't I don't care, man. I just I want to. I want to get my hands on somebody, you know, and I, and I want to compete. Like once the the jitters and the fear is over, and I'm we're rolling, yeah. I'm like, all right, you know, let's go. I love competing. I just don't love like the nerves before it. The nerves, know? and everyone gets the nerves. Um, I think anyone who says they don't get the nerves is probably lying to themselves. I think I know. Nikki Rod on top. We're gonna He's get the mother's milk. Me. No, nah, he's not gonna mother's milk him, but he's gonna he's gonna like um, arm triangles. There's been a lot of arm attacks too. Does he look gassed to you? Who Nick? Yeah, he looks a little tired. But I would imagine it's probably like oh, I'm tired of dealing with this dude. I thought yeah. this was a little bit easier. And, and Yuri's freaking strong. Like man, look, if, and if Nikki's doing this to him, I would have hated to see what Gordon would have done. Oh no, Gordon was going against Mason, right? Mason, yeah, yes, right. Okay, yeah. so never mind. So it's supposed to be uh, Yuri and um, um, Gordon for the um, for the super fight um, at ADCC. Okay, watching this looks 
it doesn't make me happy. No, you know, if, if, niggas, if doing niggas doing this, you know, this, this is not going to be fun. Th- to be honest with you, a good super fight would be Gordon and Nikki. Or Gordon <laughs> and Craig. It, I can't let it go, or man. Gordon I can't let it go. I'm, hey, I see what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I think Craig would. I think Craig would be fun. I think people would go crazy for okay. that. Going, but did he get him, or is that time? No, no, no. That's time. Okay. So and, going, oh. going back to jitters. I think everyone gets jitters. I think what happens is as you compete more. You learn yourself and you learn how to hone your jitters. If you if you trust in your jujitsu, if you in, if you really if you're not afraid of jujitsu, if you're not afraid of jujitsu and you just trust jujitsu for what it is, the mm-hmm. principles of leverage, timing, technique, yeah, a little bit of strength, a little bit of speed, don't get me wrong. But if you embrace what jujitsu is, those nerves become a little bit less because what's the most important thing about jujitsu at the end of the day? Tell me, and I'm gonna tell you I'm what I was thinking. I'm gonna tell you. It's why we all do it. It's having fun. No. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's why we all do I, it. I, I was gonna say like, um, like learning how to control yourself. Yeah. You know, like because jujitsu, it, it's never about the opponent. It's about you. Yes, one hundred percent. You know. But what I guess what I was getting at, and that was kind of a loaded question. I think what what I was getting at was that if you're not having fun, why are yeah. you doing it? Yeah. Why are you doing jujitsu? Even through the struggles, you still find a way to have fun. It's like, oh, I hit this technique. Yes, I couldn't do that last week. Well, I'll tell you. Um, after last week, um, after this, um, after this last week. Um, I realized something why jujitsu may not be fun for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the importance that they put on it. Yeah. You know, like s- some people, like <laughs> this thing, like there, this is a community of people who only care about this, who only know about this. And we're like, um, uh, CrossFitters. If you know, like, like if, if a person does CrossFit, they tell everybody, like, yeah, you we're do CrossFit. I, yeah, we're yeah. CrossFitters. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, like, you know, like, so when we talk about jujitsu, we tell it to everybody. The only people that know about jujitsu, people in the jujitsu community, maybe it's a few outside of it, right? Yeah. And so we are the ones to like, so no one else cares about this. So we're the ones who puts the importance on this competition mm-hmm. or like winning this thing right here. Yeah. Um, this weekend I competed at Worlds and and this was my first time doing a big mm, my second time doing a big tournament. I did Pan, okay. lost first round in Pan, and I did Worlds. Okay. And I was saying to myself, I'm a new kid on the block. Um, I don't care about this. Like no one knows me, no one knows my game. Like I'm I'm doing it for experience. Like I don't have to win this one. And mind you, I went in with a with an injured back um, I didn't train for a week like I was going in compromised yeah um, and I, I beat my first, sub the first guy lost to the second guy and the reason why I lost is because uh, understand I didn't understand the rules but during the time I saw so many people crying and like the like grown man Grown man crying like for losses, mm-hmm. for like second place or, or bronze, and there were other people that were crying because they won. 
And I kind of get crying because you won. No, no, no. I, I get it too, yeah. but it's like, um, it shouldn't be that important. It, yeah, it, it's it's just like it's. No, I'm not. I'm I'm not saying that it shouldn't be that important. But we are the ones who decide how important it is. Okay, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's really not that important. Uh, the, you know, like like if I won a gold medal at this tournament, no one would remember. <laughs> but, no, but me, exactly. It probably like maybe you know my girl and maybe like a a, a few people that I keep reminded. Yeah. No one would remember that. And if people ask like, "Oh, did you ever compete?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, I won a blue belt." I'm like. It isn't. It, 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 no one cares. And can you? I'm sorry. Give me one second. Yeah, yeah. I know we're at that 30 minute mark. I'm okay. gonna reset the cameras. Okay. Yeah. I'm, it 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 bums me out. It bums me out. It bums me out. I didn't hit record when I first got back here on this audio. I mean, we're flowing, man. We'll we'll get it back. It's we'll, okay. We'll get it's it okay. back, man. It's you know. So um, I, I didn't. Say, I wanted to say this, man. Um. Since I lost um, this weekend, dude, I'm telling you, I was so pissed off um, about, um, all right, so <clears throat> this was my first time being introduced to like rule sets. Like, like you need to understand rule sets. And I told, I, I've, all my coaches know me. I'm like, man, I'm killer be killed. Like, I'm going in submission. Like, yeah. like if I don't tap you, it don't count to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and that's how I feel. I really, the yeah. only reason why I started playing the point game was because I was trying to win tournaments. But it's always been submission in my head. That's always, always what I freaking wanted. So I, I just realized there are like schools that only focus on like, like points. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, you got to do this. You got to do this. I lost. It, this is This is ignorant on my part. But I thought... A sweep was, I, I thought a reversal was the same thing as a sweep. It is not. Mm, yeah. I, I have um, what I thought was a sweep. I have a, it's a, a gator roll. Okay. Where yeah. I'll like, did you, you, under you, the half guard when they're trying to pass, half guard to side control. And, or, yes. Okay. I'll just like, um, if I have a control of your wrist, yeah. I can just go under you and we'll just roll over. Yeah. You'll just log. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. And that's considered, um, a reversal. You don't get any points for that. You don't even get points if I do that and go into uh, side control. What? I did that in turn. Like the guy, t- the guy took me down, and it, it was my fault because the whole time I was just trying, I wanted to play guard, mm-hmm. and he saw he timed it perfectly when I was trying to like grab him and go to the ground yeah. and he and soon as I was like sitting, he grabbed my legs and took me down, and it was fine. I yeah. grabbed his wrist. And um, uh, reversed it over, landed inside control, zero points, zero points. And I'm like, and my coach is like, yeah, that's, that's how it works. And he held on for dear life after that. Kudos to him. He was, yeah. he was a good guy. He wasn't better than me. Like, if someone beats me and they're better than me, I'm good yeah. with that. I, I swear to God I am. Yeah. But if someone beats me and I know I'm better than them, it's hard for me to sleep hard. the next day. Makes sense, yeah. Um, but then I watched the rest of the matches, and I saw so many people, even the black, the high level black belts, playing this game of just like points, and it wasn't even like getting a point; it was like getting an advantage. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's like you don't want to, like, 
I don't want to win. I want to beat this dude. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, you want, you want that? Like, th- that feels, it feels incomplete to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that's the whole reason why we're doing jujitsu. We're not doing jujitsu to, to outpoint uh, someone who's robbing us. He yeah. comes in our house and we want to outpoint him to death. No, we want to make sure that we can contain this person and neutralize them if we have to. Mm-hmm. Well, you know? Yeah. But th- I think tournaments have become this thing where people are, are so metal hungry that they, they don't care. They're like, look, I- I'll just, if I got two points ahead of you, I'm so holding on for dear life. Anything else. Wait a minute. This is another. This Man, is, we are totally off on all the how matches. How did we forget about this? How do we forget Is this about, Craig uh, Jones? No, this is Philippe and um, Nicholas Marigali. How do we forget about this one? This is going to be quick. There's been matches when I've been up on points. I probably should have finished people. but And you were at one of them. But I didn't have the heart in me to finish someone. I don't know what the line of bullying is and what the line of just ending it is yet. And I'm still trying to figure out what that is So say, say that again? So one of my matches, I it was the one where the guy tapped. Which one? You tapped a lot of people. <laughs> Come on, man. You posted them. <laughs> no, okay. Um, it was the one where uh, the guy's knee had. It was a, our very first one oh, where yeah, the yeah, guy's yeah, yeah. knee had popped, and he tapped, and we went we went back again. Mm-hmm. That match. Look, all due respect. Um, I got nothing respect for for him. Um, we're we're friends and everything, and I hope he doesn't take this the wrong way, but. When his knee popped, the only reason why it allowed, allowed us to continue was because I already knew I had him beat. Mm. And it was kind of like, if you want to, you, for your heart, if this is part of your journey, you need that, I'm going to give that to you because I don't need it. I'm where I'm at now and I'm comfortable in my journey. And unfortunately, I'm sorry you're in my way, but mm-hmm. you're in my way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's... And that's kind of the attitude I take into every tournament. It's like, I'm sorry you're in my way, but you're in my way. And I'm trying to figure out when to turn that on when I'm up on points, right? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if I'm up on points, we were talking about trying to get submissions. I am kind of, I have gotten to this point where I'm kind of suffused. Like, I'm up on points. Uh, I'm tired. I got four matches ahead of me. I need to ride this out so I can conserve energy <laughs> for the next match. Mm-hmm. But... I know for me and who I want to be as a martial artist, I need to be looking for that final submission. I need to be looking to finish it faster. So that's what I mean. Like, I'm on a war path. And my last tournament, uh, the guy went, um, I feel bad because I've talked to these people on Instagram and I forget their names because I just, I've been meeting so many people because of the podcast and some going back and forth. It's just overwhelming. So I'm sorry. Um, I believe his name is Mario. Um, Mario. Uh, uh, we were going, we were going in there, and there was a point, and I was like, "Yo, I have this, I have this guy beat on technique. I need to finish this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because he is a Tasmanian devil. He is not gonna stop. His heart, he is yeah. not gonna stop. I need to finish this. I need to find a way to finish this because I got you to worry about, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. And then I turned that switch on, and I tried, I tried, and I failed. I failed. I don't say horribly because I failed and I got out of bad position, still won the match, plenty of points, no issues at all. But, and, and, and again, I mean no disrespect, it's just 
where my jujitsu was that day, it was just better than his. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's where it's coming from. And so, you know what? Let me say something too. Like, um, there's a difference between trying to win on points because some people will get two points and stall. Like, yeah. that's different from you just flat out dominating somebody. Okay. Because you would the, the, the dude I, I saw you go against, mm-hmm. you were dominating him. He had no chance. Yeah. You know, and I know you were trying to finish, but it was more like um, it, it was more like he couldn't do anything with you, so it, it didn't it honestly didn't matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like only if it was a no time limit, at a at a certain point, it's he's like, gonna get you know what I mean? Yeah. He's gonna have to give up. You know, but I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, you're good. It's just, I, I, I'm always, I genuinely embody the Deku spirit. I'm going to put you on this show. And you're, I'm going to get on His it, spirit is like, hey, guys, I want to be a hero. And I want to get there as fast as I can. And I want to help every, ah, this camera stopped. Of course. Um, let's go back here. Uh, I, w- I was talking about my hero and how I really embody Deku's spirit of, mm-hmm. Um, Deku wants to be the number one hero. He wants to bring, he's so excited to be a hero. All he does is study, take notes, you know, watches all the old hero videos, very much like myself. Mm -hmm. So I embody that spirit. And it's also, he's also like, hey, let me help you. If you want help, like, let's all get better together. Let's work together. We can all climb to the number one spot together. It doesn't have, like, I want to be number one. That's cool. But it doesn't have to be. Me versus you. It can be we all work together. We push each other to get better and we propel ourselves forward. And that's why he's kind of he's he's someone I I don't want to say idolize because I don't believe in having idols. Mm -hmm. Um, But Mm -hmm. I do I do like to think that I embody his spirit in some fashion Mm -hmm. because I want to help people and I want to see the weakest of us get as strong as they can. I want to get out. You talk about being bullied, not having a dad, and just not having confidence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That plagues us throughout society. Yes. And it sucks because where does it stop? I was having this conversation with someone recently, someone who's very dear to me that I love very much. And I'm trying to find this space within our relationship to say, hey, I'm hurt by how things have happened between us. I'm not mad at it. I'm just hurt. I forgive you. I want to move forward. Here's how we can move forward. Mm -hmm. And And you said it like that. Yes. There's always a reason why. You know what I mean? Oh, well, I've never done it that way. I don't know. I never thought of that. There's always a reason why with most people and why they're not willing to come meet you in the middle. Mm -hmm. And what I feel at the end of the day, that reason comes down to is they don't want to change. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately for me and the path that I'm on, I've realized how much sitting stagnant and not wanting to change is debilitating Mm -hmm. and is uh, detrimental to not only your mental health, your physical health, it's just detrimental overall to any sort of success. Mm -hmm. So now I'm, you know, I'm on this journey to express myself 
to the fullest take my space and you know love as much people many people as possible yeah go ahead no it's like you you gotta mourn those those losses too yeah you know like uh i don't know if this person's like a, a friend or whatever but it's like um when you when you find that out you gotta mourn that it's a it's a process mm-hmm. you know um i've dealt with that too i, I dealt with like um uh outgrowing a person yeah, you know, and it it sucks to say it like that, you know, when you like, yeah, but you but you know, is there like sometimes you just outgrow people, yeah, and people that you grew up with, people that you love to death, yeah, and you just like our path stop here, you mm-hmm. know, unfortunately, and there's you know there's some people that you grew up with that you end up hating, you know, yeah, but you only hate them because hate is the other opposite side of the coin of love. Yeah. And that's because at the end of the day, they betrayed your trust, hurt you. And so... Well, hate is a strong word. Yeah. And so I dislike a lot of people. Yeah. I I may have like one person in my life that I hate. So for me, when you fall into the category of bully, Mm -hmm. um, selfishness in the sense of at the expense of others... Um, to get ahead, I have to have a hate for that mm, because it's mm. not it's not righteous and it's not pure, you know. Yeah. And it's a very thin line for myself of where that balance is, so, you know. So when you see someone getting bullied, mm-hmm. do you feel like you need to step in? Like um, step in the middle or, or say something. For instance, if someone's getting bullied on a mat and you see it, oh, bullied on a mat, one hundred percent. Yeah, if I see it on a the mat, then yeah, I'm I'm gonna step in in some way. It depends upon the scenario. It depends upon also the power I feel I might have in whatever gym I'm in because mm-hmm. now my monkey, not my circus. If it's not my gym, if I don't hang my hat there, mm-hmm. it's not really my business. I could, you know, tell the head coach, but what does that look like for me as a guest saying, hey, you got you got shit on the floor in your house. You might want to clean that mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I don't want to, there's a lot of egos in jiu-jitsu. I don't want to offend anybody. I really like Deku. I just want to do jiu-jitsu and get the best that I can be and make as many friends as possible. But you know it don't work like that, right? It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> and there's so many, there's so many games. There's so many... There's political things. There's you know favor. I don't even know how to explain. There's it's a minefield, and it's the same thing that you encounter in jujitsu. It's the same thing that you encounter out outside in the real world. You, you know, Go like ahead. I don't want to get on a tangent or like throw it to another direction. No, I keep going. But you know, it sounds so cliche, and you hear it every time, but it's so freaking true. Like every lesson that you learn in jujitsu. You can apply to your life. Mm-hmm. I've learned so much about how I should approach things in my life from something that happened in jujitsu. Yeah. Mainly from competing. You know, and it's like, it's like, ah, uh, you know, like one of the biggest ones was like um when I realized that like when I first started jujitsu, you, you talk to anybody like the their goal is to become a black belt right mm-hmm. that's like the ultimate you, you've climbed the top of the mountain right yeah and it was when I got into blue belt halfway through my blue belt like I'm like I don't want to 
Like I want to learn as much as I can. I don't want to get promoted. Yeah. Like I want to. I want to be a a good blue belt. You know, like I want to be the best blue belt that I can be. Yeah. And then, like when it's time, I'll move up. But I'm I'm not in a rush. And I'm like, oh man, I wish I could feel that way about life. You know what I mean? Because I'm trying to rush everything in life. Yeah. But it's like, I was like, why can't I just be like, I want to be the best that I can be in this part right here. And then when I'm ready to move forward, I'll move on. You yeah. know? Like, I, it's like, man, I want to apply this. But um, I forgot how we we got on this term. But yeah, it's like, jujitsu plays so many parts. Um, it plays so many parts in teaching teaching us about life. Yes. You know? No, I agree. And I've... I've learned, you know, what I find the the hardest part about that whole thing is we get those tools, we get them in our box, but mm-hmm. where do you use them? Mm-hmm. Where are they applicable? It's like when you're, you're day one and you're taught an arm bar, but you don't know what to do with it. What am I going to do with this arm bar? How do I even get him in this position to do this arm bar? Mm-hmm. It's like... Yeah, I memorize all the steps. Yeah, I can do it every single time perfectly on the on the training dummy on my partners in the in the training room, but can't do it in live roles. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So go. Um, I was I was listening to something not too long ago, and they was talking about like um, academies and how they train. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you something. Um, I've heard there were there were three ways uh, of training, right? Mm-hmm. There's the normal academy way. I'm not going to call it any schools, where they warm up, and then they teach like two things, and then you roll. Uh, there's other academies where um, they mostly just roll, and then the the, the third one is like a professional gym. Mm-hmm. Where the the coach or the professor, or whatever, he teaches a concept, mm-hmm. and he says, "I want you to dup- apply this concept to your game. We're gonna focus on this concept. We're gonna s- focus on like s- situational training with mm-hmm. this concept, and then we'll roll after. But keep you, you know apply this concept to your game. And when I heard that, I'm like, oh man, I want. I wish I had something more like that. Yeah, you know, like, I, it, it, all right. So I guess the I, question, uh, question I'm asking is, if you were running a school, mm-hmm. what would be your way of Ooh. like running it? <laughs> like, 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 how would you make your curriculum? Because mm. I feel like a lot of schools, and I haven't been doing it for very long, get it wrong. Um, man, I haven't. Even... Because you said you want to teach, so I figured, you know. No, that's a really good question. Um, I think the biggest thing I want to foster is an environment that inspires learning without hazing or bullying and that respects all people. No, but I'm, I'm more asking, like, how would you run it? Like, yeah, like, yeah, that's, like, why, that's why yeah, I'm getting yeah, at. Because I, I, I know the... the um, um, uh, the the ethics that you want your job to carry. Okay, so but, how would I run it as far as structurally? Like, like, well, yes. Um, everything I would do would be very self defense based. Very, mm. I would, I would, my curriculum would be based upon watching MMA fights and how they incorporate jujitsu into fighting because I feel that's very. 
I feel it's probably the closest you're going to get to a real life scenario. So mm-hmm. you have this example of these elite fighters on how they deal with things in these situations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're up against some random dude on the street who doesn't know any of this, it's going to give you a leg up. Yes. The simple concept of going to half guard and being in half guard to like protect your face yes. and block the shots and track the arms so they can't just hammer down on you, mm-hmm. come up, get the underhook. Like those things, I don't feel are necessarily taught in jujitsu unless you have a jujitsu course that is self defense based and is worried about punches and strikes. So 100 pitch striking mm-hmm. is going to be involved in, in my jujitsu. Okay. Um, so self-defense striking, a lot of situational training. Yes. Um, we talked about this on the last episode. Sorry, I need some water. I know you, I know you're going to need it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long day. I heard the bracket's big. You were telling me the bracket's pretty big. Dude, it was like, look, and, and it, it, it's relative. You know, mm-hmm. big is relative when it comes to masters too. Yeah. But when you have like more than seven or eight people, you're like, this bracket's crazy. You know, but like I want it. I want as many pe- I want like, I want four on, on the way to go. Okay. You know. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. I want four people. Um, Back, sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but back to what I was saying is self-defense situational training. I think what I'll probably end up doing is probably just... What I like about the school I'm at now is we spend months on something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I will say Fridays will always be a freestyle Friday for mm-hmm. me and my gym. Mm-hmm. Fridays will always be, hey, I'm going to show you one move or concept, like you were saying. I want you to figure out how to use that in your game. But Fridays is the day I want you to come in with something that you mm-hmm. want to work on. Mm-hmm. And if you can't figure it out, I'm going to be walking around the room. And then I'll look at you. Hey, do you have a question? Or I'll be walking around. Hey, professor, I'm struggling with this. Can you show me how to do this? Yeah. And I experienced that at a gym. And it was just astronomical for my game because it got me thinking, what would I do in this situation? Yeah. And I think that's something I I will definitely incorporate into my my academy. But situational training, I spent six months. I'm so mad you fucking it wasn't my back though. What? Talk about the, the choke you got me in. Um so my the start of my <laughs> jujitsu journey. Uh I pride myself, you know, we talk about ego. I pride myself on my back defense. That, that's, that's where I'm at. So I was like, well, technically it wasn't my back because it was three quarters mount. So <laughs> you get, what, you get yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I pride myself on my back defense because that's where I spent the first half of a year doing jujitsu. Like my first trainer, AJ um, from Savage uh, Fight Squad, bro. You wouldn't expect it. Just he's so strong. He he's his Muay Thai ex fighter. Like he's a trainer. He trains all these uh, elite. Oh man, bro, he has two champions in bare knuckle boxing right now. Two. They just won the championships what? like this last weekend. Yeah. Uh, so he's a good trainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he spent six months as my backpack, just fucking choking <laughs> the shit out of me. Yeah, and. It was it was a very good learning experience for me because I felt comfortable. I didn't feel like he was trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. So I was thrown in the fire a lot, and I was comfortable being thrown in the fire. 
And, you know, it was nice. So when I officially went into a jiu-jitsu gym, I had a good, you know, a little set of skills already in my bag. Yeah. And I felt like that put me leagues above everyone else. And I still feel like that, what I did there, still carries over now even in Blue Belt. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't understand how people don't understand the back. It makes no sense yeah. to me at Blue Belt. Like, there's a progression here that takes you from rear naked choke, cross, uh, cross lapel choke, to bow and arrow, to arm bar. There's a whole progression yes. that if you start at the, uh, at the beginning of the chain and just learn your way back, it's almost as long as you have back control, you can submit someone from anywhere on their back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's my, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say I don't care. That's my kryptonite. What? The back? There two, two. No, back. Oh. I, I mean, here's the thing. I'm, all right, I'm going to knock on wood. Um, <laughs> I pride myself on, if someone takes my back, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get worried. Same. At all. Same. But I do have two kryptonites. One is the bow and arrow. I can get out, mm-hmm. but if I feel you reaching on it, reaching for it, I slightly, I start panicking. Copy. Um, and the other one is the darts. Darts. Ah. Uh, I hate darts. And the reason why darts are my enemies because I like half guard. And that's the perfect. That, that's yes. They're they're two. Th- I'm telling you, I'm giving you my whole game, bro. I'm, it's just like, we, we. I guess it we, don't matter. You do right? realize we like the same game, yeah. right? So we have the same weaknesses. When when I go to half guard mm-hmm. and I do underhook, yeah, it opens the door for for the, um, for for the darts. One hundred percent. And and I I hate that because I'm like, oh, this is my go to. Nope, nope. The good thing you I have swear to worry God, about if it. I get darsed, if you darse me. Don't be so mad. That's what I was just about to say. You are very strong to get that kind of control of you. I think you would have to be gassed. Like, you would have to be really gassed. I don't think, at least my, this isn't me. I can do a Darce. Conceptually, I understand it. Could I pull it off in the moment? Yes, I could. On, do I think I could do it on you uh, in the moment? No. Because I think you're too talented. Mm. There's other pe- there's other blue belts that I've gone against. I'm like, yeah, I could have pulled it off if the you know the timing was right, whatever. Um, but I just think you're too talented, and you're probably like me when you know where your weakness is. You're probably like very hyper alert when you're yeah. there. When someone starts playing with a little, when someone starts playing with a little bit, you're mm-hmm. like, all right, let me get out of this. That's why I was so mad. Uh, I'm really mad about the last submission that you got on me, and it's not. It's not because I, I got finished. It's because I knew what you were doing. I was shifting for one second before to, to re-grab my grip. I was shifting because I wanted to have a solid grip on the lapel. I mm-hmm. mean, on, on your sleeve. My shoulder was tweaked in the wrong spot. And I wanted to get that clear and also protect from the back triangle. And that shift is when you attacked. I was yeah. like, mother. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I, I remember that moment, too. And I was like, oh, this is, because I didn't have it. Yeah. I didn't have it. I was threatening, but mm-hmm. I didn't have it. And it was just like that second, that one. That one, like, yeah. Yeah. And it was like, oh, that, that's it. You know what I mean? And even, you knew it too, and you were still able to get your grips, but it was still too late. Like, yeah. Like, like if you get just enough of an angle, 
That's it. That's ball game. And we were talking about points, right? Yeah. In that moment, I'd already known before I exploded up and put myself in that position. I already looked at the clock and knew it was 30 seconds left before I made that explosion. And I was down 10 points. Mm -hmm. So I knew that I had to submit you. So it was one of those, if I fight out of this, and let's just say I get out of it, this is deep. This is, this is rough. I got 30 seconds left, maybe 25. I'm not finishing this. Like, I'm just going to be real. This, I'm done. I'm just going to tap. I'm going to live to fight another day. Kind of like we were talking about earlier. It's just like, there's no reason for to take the damage. No. Because no. I can't win by points. And you're really good. So with 20 seconds left... It would be a hell of a miracle to reverse that kind of position, exactly that kind of dominant position to mm -hmm. win. Yeah. Go ahead. So, because uh, I, I know we don't got that much time, because uh, I know we wanted to touch on like why jujitsu isn't fun, and I saw that, but I, I'm curious because I went through this 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 weekend. Mm -hmm. When there's when there's one minute left, right? Yeah. Or there's thirty. Uh, 30 let's say like 40 seconds left right 40 yeah. seconds is respectable and you're down five what goes on in your head because th there's a moment where you say it like uh, there's nothing i can do you know what i mean like like you you're 40 seconds left you're gassed you're like you, you got no more life in you and a person is like got you in closed guard and they're holding on for dear life what goes on in your head? Are you are, are you giving up? Are you like throwing a hail mary, or are you like I'm just going to empty the tank and just, I don't care what happens? It depends upon uh, the position. If you're speaking, I'm inside their close guard. I'm down five points. I got to pass guard. I got to pass guard. And I got to mount. Pass guard, mount, submit along the way. That's all I'm thinking about. There's there. I'm down. I've been in that situation before and I've done it and I know what it takes to do it. So it's a situation I'm comfortable in and I'll, I'll go for it every time. But like the situation we're in, I was beat. There's no, 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 no there's no. no fight. So it's like, if so it has you dead to rights, you know, dead you to can, rights. Like I have to, I have to just like live to fight another day. You know, you know what? I, I think I'm having clarity on something. I think I, I think I mentally quit. I don't feel like I did in the moment. Mm -hmm. But in my last tournament, the dude was just, everyone was telling me, get out, get out, get out. I'm like, I can submit him in closed guard. Like, I can mm -hmm. still submit him with him having me in closed guard. And I just, I threw a Hail Mary, it didn't work. And it was like 20 seconds left. Yeah. And in my head, it was like, we can't submit him. Like, and we're not going to have enough time. And I, I, I mentally gave up. Yeah. And I don't like that. I think, you know. Even if it is 20 seconds, you know what I mean? I, you know, pragmatically, we've talked about this before, right? We're not getting paid for this. We're yeah, only getting older. Yes. And oh my God, yes. If you know you're beat and you don't, re and this is what I was talking about, trust your jujitsu, right? Like if at that moment you don't feel confident in your jujitsu, because you know what you're capable of. You know, yeah. when you, if you've, if you've been testing your belt, you know <laughs> when you're in those compromised positions, when you're really compromised and when you're beat or when you can fight a little bit more and when you can push and live the fight another day. Like, yeah. You got to, I always say safety, that's the other thing I'm promoting my gym is safety, stretching, yes. recovery. I was a bullheaded kid, bro. I broke my neck when I was nine years old flipping off a dresser in the backyard. 
even with that, I'd ride bikes, jumping off curbs, smacking my face directly into concrete, driving cars fast, peeling around corners, slamming the telephone poles, going through windshields. I've always been a wild kid, not caring about my body, mainly because I'm like, oh, they'll fix it in the future because of science and technology. But <laughs> I didn't have a dad, bro. I didn't have a dad to like hone me back and pull. I mean, I had a dad, but I'm what I mean is in those vital years, mm-hmm. pre my my dad showed up in my life when I was nine years old. But at that time, I was still in a foster home. So there was still like a year period to like nine to 10, right? Mm-hmm. By 10, 11, I'm already counting in those teenage years, right? We're already, and we're moving across the country. So it's these weird years where I've already kind of established who I want to be. And there's someone new coming in and the dynamic isn't, it isn't, yeah, it, right? yeah, yeah, right? And, and I have nothing but the utmost love for my dad. Um, I'm gonna say my dad. I'm gonna say my dad will. So you have a name to him. Okay. Um, my my dead father. I'm just gonna say my dad. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I have nothing but the utmost respect for him. But I do understand. And dad, I'm sorry if this is bothers you. We can talk about this offline at some point. Um, but you know, I love you. Um, I understand the traumas he went through. I understand that his dad wasn't really there for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it's just generational trauma being perpetuated. Mm-hmm. And so he wasn't able to see, at least I don't think either he wasn't able to see or he wasn't able to give because he was dealing with the, his own traumas, his own parental traumas that are like, Far crazier than my own. Like I, I like. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm droning here, but I want no, you to understand no, yeah, yeah. kind of where I'm coming from. Do you feel like you um, that it ends with you? Like, do you feel like you're gonna break the the cycle? Because we all have generational trauma, mm-hmm. and like, like that follow us. But there's a spot where we can stop it. Yeah, I believe. I believe God put me on this earth to stop it. Mm. That sounds egotistical. Let me, let no, me, let it me explain. I think I don't want children. I don't want children because I know the burden that that really is to be a father or more so the burden it is to be an absent, to have an absent father. There are too many souls here that don't have fathers that I think God put me on this earth to try and help. And that's what I think my purpose is. And I say this as someone who grew up his whole life. I have to have children. I have to, my legacy has to live on. My last name has to live on. I have to, it has to glorify me. I couldn't find an unselfish reason to have a child. When I really stripped away everything, couldn't find an unselfish reason that didn't revolve around ego. So for myself, I made the declaration, I don't want kids. But I look at myself as sort of like a Peter Pan. And, you know, my lady is kind of like my Wendy, right? Mm -hmm. And our life is supposed to take care of those lost boys and those lost girls who didn't have parents and find a way to give back. And I think that's why God put us here and why he linked us up. And so you're talking about like adopting. Um, 
at this point, uh, I or, need or to take get, it in like foster children. Yeah, I that's think, what my mom did. For, yeah, like, like I had a lot of foster uh, foster brothers and sisters growing up. Yeah, so uh, foster children is probably where I'm really looking at. I want to make the most difference, and I know what it's like to be a kid caught up in the system. Yes, you know, and looking yeah, for yeah. hope and. Not knowing where it's gonna come from and just wanting to be loved. Like, that's, that's just, it's the hardest thing to explain. It's like, kids just wanna be loved and they don't understand why they're not loved. Yeah. So, absolutely. And, and this is the whole reason why I guess it, it's, it, it shocks me to hear you say that you don't wanna have kids because you strike me as a, a person who would be an incredible father figure, who would be an incredible father, and you, you have like the, the foresight to like, know how how uh how to uh tutor a child to an adult you know I, what i mean i think the foresight is part of the reason why i have that i guess belief is because i have the foresight to see that if i had a billion dollars in the bank if i could give the kid whatever they wanted there was no guarantee i wouldn't cause trauma or pain in that child's life and that's not to mean that I shouldn't try. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if I can't guarantee that, I don't feel it's right for me to condemn another soul that didn't ask to be here when there are other souls that are here that didn't ask to be here that need a savior, that need a hero. And I feel like that's where I come into this world. I get it. Yeah. But I'm still on that journey, man. I'm trying to figure it out. It's hard. And I, I've been called an individual before. Um, by multiple, you know, authority figures. For me, I'm an individual because I'm looking, while I, I, I was always, when I was younger, I was always looking for that mentor to say, hey, I like you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna invest in you, I'm gonna build you up. You see it in these cartoons, you see it in these movies, these, these mentors that go, hey, I wanna help you achieve your dreams and your goal. Mm-hmm. I was always looking for that. I was looking for that in sports. Anytime I did sports, and when I didn't get that in sports, I'd be like, man, F this, I'm out. And I think that's also where Blue Blood Blues comes in. As men, most of us have a father wound in some way or another, Mm -hmm. whether we had a father present in the home or not. Because being in the home and being present are two different things. Mm And I get there's, you got to work, the economy, the man's jobs provide work. There's some people who just go this militant mindset. So for me, I've always been an individual because no one has taken me under their wing and said, hey, I like you. I want to invest in you. Mm-hmm. So since no one has done that, I'm going to keep doing me and I'm going to rock how I rock. And at this point, I'm 35 years old. So unless... You are walking the path, and I see you walking that path specifically. I'm not gonna follow because real recognize real at the end of the day. Yeah, you know. So, so. You, so it sounds like you you were always wanting uh, a male figure. Let's say that that one person to believe in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it was. I just wanted someone to believe in me. Um, the difference is now where I'm at is I believe in myself and I guess you can call that ego, but I believe in myself. No, man. I mean, 
You, we gotta believe in ourselves. And yeah. Sometimes no, no one else. Yeah. But, but I, I get it. Like everyone wants a, a Mr. Miyagi. Exactly. You know. Yeah. And everyone wants to be like someone to someone to see something in us that we don't see. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, um, you know, I, I wanted that. I, I, I still want it. I, I still think there are times where I like I I yearn for for it and not and I don't even know you know and um, I think that's just like a, a human thing yeah. do you so let me ask you real quick yeah. um, we've talked a lot about my father what was your father's situation growing up um, so my father just wasn't in my life okay. at all like um, uh, a situation happened um, from, from what I know from uh, my first memory of of life was four years old, and the man that 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 I the man that, the first man that I saw, I know he wasn't my father, but he was living in the house. Yeah, and and my mom wasn't married to him, but I always referred to him as my stepfather. Okay, I had him for a year, um, and in that year, he taught me about uh, WWF, comic books, and video games. Um, and and he played basketball. He flew. Uh, he was in the Air Force. He flew jets, mm-hmm. and he boxed. He was the coolest man that I've ever met in my entire life. And um, I only had him for a year. And my whole life, I didn't realize I was slowly trying to become him. <laughs> you, you know. Yeah. Um. My my bi- biological father. I, I met him, I stayed with him for a summer when I was five. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw him one more time when I was in high school and that was it. Um, and we, the last time I talked to him before this last one, I was 16. That was the last time I even seen him, had yeah. a conversation with him, anything. And I, I want to say it was, Two years ago, um, my therapist told me um, I was telling I was having problems with something, and she's like, "I think it may be related to your father." Mm-hmm. And she says, "I'm going to challenge you. Um, you should give your father a call." And um, I called him on Christmas Eve, and it did not go well. Yeah, and uh, he blamed me for not reaching out to him, and uh, and I was like. That was it. Like, I did get something out of that conversation. What, what I learned, and it, I was able to forgive him, mm-hmm. was that um, when I was born, like, my father kept telling my mother all he wanted in the world was a, a boy. He wanted a son. Mm-hmm. He wanted to raise a son. He wanted to teach him this and that. He was so excited when my mom was pregnant. But my mom wasn't happy with, with him or the family. Mm-hmm. So... Um, when my mom got pregnant, when a doctor gave her the okay to travel with me, she left. And he called. And he says, hey, she she left without telling him anything. Mm-hmm. And he said, he called her. He says, Curlin, he says, why'd you leave? He says, why'd you take my my boy away from me? She says, he says, when are you coming back? She says, I'm not coming back. He's like, you took my son. You know, that's all I wanted was my son. She says, I'm not coming back. He drove down there, dropped off all her clothes, and he never came back. Damn. And he was devastated. I didn't know that. 
Yeah. My mom told me that. I didn't know that for like my whole adult life. And it made me understand him more. Like something was, he got his heart ripped out, ripped out of his chest. Yeah. You know? And so now I can, I can have this forgiveness. Like I understand him now. And I, I understand like he, he was probably dealing with something that I don't, that I don't know how to, fa- you know, that, that I wouldn't truly understand, but I, I do understand like what that could feel like. Yeah. Can you, I'm sorry. Can you move the mic? Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. got to twist it. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can understand what that may feel like. Mm-hmm. And so I can forgive him. You know what I mean? Because before I was like, man, I don't, I don't care about this dude. Like the, the only the next time I see him is at a funeral and I have to pay my respect. That's the that's be the last time I see him. And I was telling them like I wouldn't even if if my if they call me today and they said to me, your father's dead, I'm like, okay. Like yeah. when is the funeral? Like I wouldn't even cry, but um but now if, if something happened to him, like I still wouldn't cry, but like I was like you you know, like I hope I, I hope the best for you. You know, like like I hope you had a good life. Yeah. You know, and, and that's us having a horrible last conversation yeah he said some stuff about my mom that i did not appreciate um and he said he was talking cra- reckless to me so i was like All right. that, honestly that's why my little bro um my little <clears throat> bro don't, didn't have with him because that same reason he would talk about my mom a certain way and you can't do that you yeah. can't you're not gonna talk about the woman that raised me yeah. but i you know for where we come from you're talking about understanding your father and the, the heartbreak and we were talking about giving up earlier, and you mentioned this. Yeah. My father gave up. When I cleaned out his apartment, bro, I'm talking trash everywhere, bed bugs, roaches, like living on Skid Row, one of those hotels in downtown Los Angeles. This is how this man lived and died. And seeing that was like, oh, you gave up. You like you tried, but you didn't walk the path. You like knew the path, but you never walked it. Cause you see all these self help books. You see these books on how to do this, you know, in his in his place, and you just know that this individual gave up. And I wonder what was the point. Was it my mom leaving? Because I know he was in a relationship before that that hurt him. Mm-hmm. Um, much like your dad. Uh, all he ever wanted was to be a father and to be to have a son, and and rightfully so, I was named after him. And same thing by the universe, bro. Born same on thing. the same day. That's like that's divine. You know yes. what I mean? You can't. You can't. That's a, you write that in the script. <laughs> you know. So I understand him on a, on a level, and I have a forgiveness, much like you were saying. So when he passed. It was nice to kind of already be in that place because I was able to grieve in a healthy way instead of grieving from a place of hate, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. You know, like, the more you explain it, the more I I, kind of understand, like, you putting yourself in his place, if you can put yourself in his place, you know what I mean? Like, if all you want to do is give a great example, Mm -hmm. But you're not capable of doing that in the present moment. You want to like hide, you know? You know what I mean? Like I can't imagine. This is why I compete. I compete because I don't believe that I should say I could bang with the best of them if I'm not willing to go out there and try. Yeah. 
And and uh, and this is when it goes back to talking about life life lessons again. Like you said, like if we're ever in this situation and mm-hmm. we have sons or we have someone that we're tutoring yeah. or mentoring, and we're not in the best place, that's the twenty seconds on the clock. Even though we know we're down, mm-hmm. and we may lose this one, do we still fight? Do we still fight? And we like empty the tank and be like, I'm gonna, I, I, I don't care. You know? That's a really good question. And I kind of have to go back to my hero. That's why I'm looking at his figures <laughs> right now. I'm just like, all my, um, the number one hero, and my hero was, um, he always said the essence of a hero is meddling even when it's not wanted. Something about that's a little selfish, right? Thinking that you have the right to come in. Sorry. I mean. And something about that's a little selfish, right? Just thinking that you have the right to come into anyone's life and tell them how they should live or how they should change or how you could, how your way, your view set could better them. Mm -hmm. Who gives me that right? No one. But when it comes to people within your close circle and the people that you love, I think there's there's kind of a right there. Because if I see someone I love drowning in the water and I got a boat and a life jacket or, uh, you know, one of those lifesaver rings, who am I if I don't throw that out to them? Mm-hmm. They don't have to take it. Mm-hmm. You're fine. You sure you're fine? I try. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where I'm at with people. Um, I'm going to try to be a hero, but if you want to drown, I'm going to let you drown. If that makes sense. Yeah. 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 But, I'm, it, but, but you're like, look, I, I, you can't stop me from, you, you know, at least trying. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like, and, that, and that, that's, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to force you out of this water, but I am going to give you. I'm going to give you this and, life raft. And yeah. if you hate me for it, you're going to hate me for it. And I'm dealing with that within my personal relationships right now. And it sucks. It. To, to pretty much go through a breakup with your family member, because that's what it is mm-hmm. at the end of the day. When you set boundaries and say, hey, this can't stand within a relationship or I'm going to have to remove myself from the equation, I'm breaking up with you. Mm-hmm. That's hard. That's hard to do with just a girlfriend, but mm-hmm. it's even harder to do with family. Mm-hmm. So, Depends on who you are. And on. me, I don't, I don't care about family. <laughs> like, like I love my family, but I'm like. Because you're a savage. That's why you're a problem. <laughs> I'm like uh, I have this certain family that I love and a certain family like I, it, it, I can deal with it without you I don't, I don't need you in my yeah life. but, but no, I, I get exactly what you're saying like it, you know like any breakup uh, friend or family um, it there's going to be a mourning yes you know yes, it's yes. N- it's not where it's over and that's it no 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 it's going to hurt. It hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't like, because you're being rejected. Like, you're rejecting that person or they're rejecting you. Mm-hmm. And rejection hurts. Yeah. Just like losing. <laughs> That's not what I meant like that. I just meant like, just like losing in general, like in yeah. jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Whatever. We'll, we'll end it. Um, again, 
Thank you, Michael, for tapping in. Yeah. DJ will be back next week. He was sick. Um, we miss you, bro. Come back. Come yeah, back, man. DJ. Don't I, leave us. I need it. I want the smoke, DJ. If you're looking at this, if you see this, I want all the smoke. Oh, you, he sheesh. caught me in a darse. Uh, <laughs> and he thought that I was cool. I was like, oh, yeah. I wasn't cool about it, dude. I've had five dreams already about it. I want it. I want it back. Oh, Whenever. Man. Whenever, whenever Let's, you want it. DJ, he wants all that smoke, bro. Um, I wonder all. Where you at? And and I don't care how I got to get it. Whenever, when we can do it at the park, you know. Oh, shoot. <laughs> we got the mats. Yeah. No, we're going to, we still got to get a, a link up and study. I, I, I mean, but hold on, don't on, not right now, because I'm cutting and you probably have more weight on me. <laughs> but uh, next, DJ, next week. DJ's cutting. He's got, he's, he's been on his stuff from what he was telling me. Yeah, but he ain't cutting like I'm. I'm. I'm gonna be like down to one ninety. Right. You're right. You know, I'm, You're right. No, I don't want to deal with him at one ninety. I want to deal with him. I'm like two fifteen at least. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, DJ, let's get to work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, for tapping in. We're gonna tap out for now. It has been fun. It's been a pleasure. Um, please like, subscribe. We're so close to 100 subscribers right now. Um, that's I. I'm, thank you guys so much. That's beautiful. We're not even two months in. So thank you for all the love that you guys shared and showed. Um, we're gonna try to make this better. We had a we had a boxing thing where we're gonna go down to a boxing gym. Me and DJ. He got sick. We didn't do that. So that's why we ended up doing this podcast here with Michael Ross. But like, hey. I mean, you're more than welcome to tag in when we do that one or we go okay. to other gyms. I got also I got another fight squad uh, uh, strike with purpose that I link up with on uh, Saturdays down in Long Beach. So, hey, I'm free on Saturdays. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, everyone. We tapping out. Y'all have a great day. Like, subscribe. Mad love.